I've gotten to see people's lives change in dramatic ways. I've gotten to see, you know, families come together. People restored in ways, I mean, they're coming from like a really broken system where they're coming out of Venezuela and they have nothing, I mean, except a suitcase and they're just stuck. I've received a lot just being down there around them because there's a, a level of humility that life has given them and that God has allowed them to experience that's made them so down to earth and so real and has allowed God to really change their lives dramatically. That was J-Mac last June, talking about the people he was meeting and the nonprofit work he was doing in Lima, Peru. You might remember the episode where Jason talked about Brothers Bakery. And you guys have uniforms on. That looks great. Wow. (laughs) The impact it was having on him and the people involved. Well, for the first time since J-Mac launched, on Easter weekend of all times, Laura went back to Lima to see the people that made such a difference in J-Mac's life and to let them know that she is committed to carrying J-Mac's legacy forward. In part one of this podcast, she sits down with me and her life coach, Mark, to talk about her trip. You had an awesome trip. You had an awesome trip to Peru. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, it was. You know, I've been to Peru several times before, um, and we've had great trips. You know, I've done like so many things with Jason and with a lot of our friends and gotten to see really beautiful parts of Peru um, and met beautiful people. And this was the best trip. And I think the things that made it the best trip were not, we didn't see the beautiful parts of Peru, honestly. We saw Lima, which is, which is, has its own beauty. Um, But the parts where we were, it's pretty, it's a big city in like a, you know, a lot of concrete. Um, But the people and seeing what God is doing and feeling J-Mac and the parts um, that J-Mac really invested in. He spent a lot of time the last few years in Lima and was helping start this bakery and to see this bakery like alive and thriving and to see the people who work at the bakery have a chance at life that they had not had. It's really what, you know, really what is in my heart, what's was in J-Mac's heart, what he lived for. He loved going to Lima. And I think I got to experience Lima in a really new way, and that made it really beautiful. I was thinking about the very first podcast we did was soon after uh-huh. J-Mac got back from Lima because he started getting sick in Lima. But he would talk about how Lima was so much of a, a huge part of his story. And even when he was here going through his treatment, he was so connected to what was happening there. And they were so excited to have you come because they have felt J-Mac living on Mm -hmm. after his launch Mm -hmm. and have used so much of what we all learned through him to like carry on. What did you feel like when you first got there and you got to see everyone that have been such a big part of his life? Yeah. Yeah, I felt... So um, Xavier and Joanna picked me up at the airport. So Xavier is the baker, like the head baker and his wife, Joanna. And they picked me up at the airport. And um, 
I just felt so happy. That's the best word. You know, like maybe a lot of different feelings, but probably all wrapped up in like happy. Happy about their life, happy about our connection, happy about um, how they love Jason and how Jason loved them. And yeah, I kind of inspired. You know, I think there's something about when we, when we love each other and are able to love each other, then it is inspiring. It's like fulfilling in a way that I don't, I haven't ever found anything else like that. Some people might be listening and thinking like, wouldn't that be a sad trip? Wouldn't you wish that you were going back with J-Mac and, you know, it's your first trip since he launched and, and I don't hear any of that in you, you talking. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, I think people, well, there can be a lot of things that you might like think you might feel or a lot of things that people might say you should feel even. And I, yeah, just two things. Did I miss J-Mac? Did I feel him in a lot of different ways? Yeah. Yeah. But did I feel sad? No. You know, and I think that it's all in your perspective. I think the perspective of like recognizing that Jason really lived and died for this, you know, for, for Peru, but for life here in the U.S. and wherever, you know, he wanted to like travel the world and see what God could do and was doing with people. And so there's nothing to be sad about. You know, the sadness just comes from, I don't know, I guess like maybe like thinking about myself, you know, which can be really selfish, right? Like Jason's legacy is something to be happy about. And J-Mac told me at the very end, one of the last things we really talked about was, you know, he really looked right at me and just said like, no sadness. Like there's no sadness when you're following God and in God's will and plan. And 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 what in you know in the scripture says what's impossible for man yeah. is possible with God. Mm-hmm. And so as God's spirit came in to J Mac and to you, mm-hmm. there wasn't any mourning at all. Mm-hmm. You know, people were like, "What's the transition period? What's the, how is she going to transition?" In life, and people go through this all the time because there's a mindset and a way that people do life that it gets in our minds and our feelings, and we go through that. So we think we need to be sad or we need to go through a mourning period. But with God, you don't. It's an everlasting love <laughs> that you all found. And so when we we were on the trip together, and Laura would go in, and people were like, maybe expecting you to be sad or in a state of mourning, um, which is what would be expected. But they saw you so happy and joyful and they felt an extension of J-Mac. Like it, it was like he was there the whole time with us. And I've seen this in your life. And it's not like you're in a state of shock or you can't get in touch with feelings or numb. In fact, you, you've been happier than I've ever seen. You're more in love with J-Mac than you've ever been. Um, and there's been no transition. There's no transition, and that's what's so beautiful. And, and what J-Mac has wanted to teach us and to show us that in God, there can be, there, there's no mourning and sadness, but rejoicing. That's what Easter was all about. Yeah. And you were there with them on, you know, Easter. Um, well, I mean, tell them about your Easter Sunday. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they they did a parade. They, I mean, they, I mean, it was kids, was fun, the whole yeah. bakery, all their families, yeah. and you were right there in yeah. the middle of it. Right, right. 
I've always loved Easter, funny enough. Like even when I was really young, I spent Easter's with my grandmother in, in the South at church and like really loved, I loved like what Easter represented, like Feeling life, 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 new life, like in what's possible. What would have been a funeral in the world oh. became a, 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 a rejoicing and a birth in, yeah. in the new life. Yeah. So Easter in Peru was, um, was really different than my like experience as a little girl, right? For so many reasons, um, but it was like one of the most beautiful. We went to the park with all the families and kids and did an Easter egg hunt. We brought all the Easter eggs from the U.S., which was fun. I took a big suitcase of Easter eggs and American candy to share. Um, I mean, but, but I mean, the, you know, the streets are kind of yeah, quiet on quiet, Easter right? in, in Lima, Peru. But our, our parade was yeah. like those... Like it went on and on with families and kids and yeah, I noticed as we were walking. So like there was you know there's a lot of us. Like we were like a big it was a big community. It's like family, and um, everyone's happy, uh, and it's like life and bright. And it was a sunny day. But I noticed as we were walking, like traffic was like stopping because yeah. they just didn't know like who well, some are people these were giving people? a th- and some thumbs people were giving up. a thumbs up yeah. and honking the horn or whatever. Yeah. I could feel it too. So yeah. everyone from the bakery uh-huh. and, and this whole community J-Mac was such a part of for J-Mac's dream team, they had their own parade? Yes. They just had their own we Easter just, parade? We did. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. And it, it really was It really was kind of for J-Mac, <laughs> but it really was celebrating what they discovered through J-Mac yeah. as God, that he is not dead, right? but he's alive. And that's why we rejoice. Mm-hmm. And there is a rejoicing there, not a mourning. Mourning is something that's over. And it's really just begun for you mm-hmm. and for and for him too, in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, you know, I think we put the limits like about like, does. yeah, our mind and about like, I think what you're saying is like, there's no end. Like it's limitless. It's, there's no like time is like, I don't like relative, I guess. I mean, um, meaning like time just is different with God. You know, like the connection. I mean, I have been surprised, I have to say. Yeah, you, I mean, yes. I'm living through it, but I'm like amazed that like, it's true. I mean, a lot of people can say this, say things that are, are true, but they haven't lived it, so there's right. not power. But that's what the people saw in you, the power of Easter, because this thing was birthed in you and it was alive in you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, what's amazing is that there is life in God and there is love in God. And the love that I feel for J-Mac, I, I just know that it's stronger and better than it's ever been. I mean, I know me. I've lived with J-Mac for 17, 18 years um, and know, I've known him for like 21 years. Some people think lo- the love ends at the death no. and, you, and, the, and actually it's become, become stronger for you. Yeah. You have grown deeper in this every month. It's amazing. And there's like a like glow to her. Yeah. 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 And I feel J Mac loving me more. Yeah. I feel like the, the way that he has loved me the best and the deepest and in the ways that I've needed the most has been in how he launched and how he followed God and had confidence in God's plan and will. And it's, he's like led me to God in a way that I really needed in life and what he really wanted. Like he wanted to be a good husband and partner. It was like in his heart to do that. And he did a lot of things. I mean, he like, 
he's like handy. He could like do all the stuff that you would think like you is a support, right? Like he can fix things at the house. He like took care of the cars. He was, he's a great dad. You know, all of those things are so meaningful and I treasure that. But what the way that he loved me the most is in the way that he trusted God and the way that he launched. And I feel loved. I feel how he's loved me. I feel him loving me now. I feel him close. And it's, I mean, I have, I would say like, that's I would, what e- that's I what hope, Easter's about. Yeah. Maybe like through last year, like through like his treatment and like sort of facing what we faced, I could feel like, I don't know how this is going to be. You know, it's like uncertain. I mean, I don't, I never, never walked through this. Like I could feel like something that might make me feel worried or concerned or like, what am I going to feel like after he launches? And I would say like, I am so happy and I'm so happy to have had this experience and to be able to like live in a way that I feel closer to God than I ever have. Some counselors would say you'd be clinically insane, (laughs) but, but, but in crazy because this is not the norm. This is not how you're supposed to go through this transition period. But, you, but you're looking at the way the world goes through it as crazy. Right. This is alive and real. Right. It's all in your perspective, really. And, and, judgment. and judgment and support. You know, I, I recognize, like, I am so grateful. You know, I have a lot of support around me. Um, and a lot of help to like have the right perspective, you know, and a lot of people don't have that. And I hope what they can hear in this podcast is that kind of support is to know that there is a different way. And that, you know, if I start to think a certain way, I could feel pretty dark, but I've noticed that if I don't think that way, then I feel much better and there's light. And then like I have people around me like you, like my friends and family that will help me like keep the right perspective. And I just feel like getting stronger in me. Like, so when you lose the perspective, you find yourself a little weak and, and, and vulnerable to mourning and sadness or insecurity. And, and, and I've seen you really come through this. Jane Mack would be, if he was here, right. It would be so excited and really pleased with you, right? Yeah. I mean, you would be like yeah. a, pro- a science, <laughs> yeah, right. spiritual science project. You know, <laughs> Ken Laura, you know. <laughs> it's true. Really? She listened to me. <laughs> yeah. When I told her no sadness, she listened yeah, to me. Right. Yeah, yeah. That I, was great, yeah. Laura. <laughs> yeah. That was great. I can Let's hear go him. get some tiramisu. <laughs> yeah. Well, it really stood out to me when you just said a few minutes ago, like, it even surprises me. It surprises me yeah. that, that I feel that way. Yeah. Because I remember walking with you a couple of weeks before Jason passed mm-hmm. and, you're, and you said, I don't know how I'm going to feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. How is this going to be? And then I have to say to see you like authentically day in, day out, I get to see you almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to see it in you every day, like, I, I see you. I see you you're happy. I see you moving forward with him and everything God taught you through that process and the boys too. And, and like, I see you running, like really running, like you started running, you know, races. And, and, and I think that means something. It's like, you're, you're going after what you didn't know was possible, but it's happening every day. It's Christ. If, if Christ, 
lives in our hearts. And, and he died. But he's alive with God. And so as you feel God, you would feel Christ. And that's what you feel with Jamak, right. that he is alive with God and God is alive in you. And that's the full connection right. that he reconciles us and what we're talking about Easter is all about. Yeah. No, that's right. Like he, like God is alive. Like that's why I feel like God is real. And like, this isn't, not because I've done it, I've done anything. Like God is just helping me. Mm -hmm. God has come through. And that's what J-Mac said. I think he said on one of the podcasts, like I'm not a special, he would say like he wasn't a special case. Yeah. I would say yeah. the same, like I'm not a special case. Yeah. Like I don't, I could tell you a ton of things I've done wrong, where I've made mistakes, where I've misstepped, where I've judged God wrong. And God has still come through and is coming through. And I and, feel him, his strength. And, and you, you, you grew up um, in an environment where you would hear spiritual hymns in, 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 in church and things like that. And there's a song that people, that millions of people love to sing at Easter mm -hmm. every year. And it's a song called Because He Lives. And there's a part in the song that says, you ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. And so, that, you know, that's how you know he lives. You know he's alive, and you know there is not a dead God, but an alive God, and that there is something that arose with Christ and yeah. what we're living today, that he yeah. lives within us. And that continues and regenerates even among your children. That touches me because you don't know this, Mark, but I like have vivid memories of being like 11, 12, 13 with my grandmother who I loved, who I'm named after. Laura Alice is my grandmother, Alice, um, who I really loved um, and who took me to church. And I sang that song with her. And I loved that song when I was a little girl. And I always wanted to like know that that was true. And God has made that be true in my life. Well, it's not just a song that moves you through the melody in your ears and and but it's something that is moving in your in within you. Right. You, you you know, not just hearing it, but it it's you know, there's another song that um that's that's been good. It, it talks about like how I don't want to be sad, but I want to sing again. Uh -huh. What's the name of that song? Is is that uh -huh. um Fall for You? Fall that for one? You. Uh-huh. That yeah. song talks about that. Right. Can we hear that for right. a second? thinking about like what it means to love God like we maybe we've all like heard or thought about like maybe loving God with like all our heart or being like wholehearted right and so God has a plan in on this earth has a plan for our lives like we all talk about that you know I've talked about that a long time and I've wanted to like love God and be faithful to him it's in my heart something he's put in there and then I think when things like this happen with Jason, like it tests that. It's like a trial. But if we really love God, then we love his plan and purpose and we follow him. And when we are sad about that, like that is against God. And that's where the darkness comes in. When we're lined up with God and like in his will and plan and able to love him and like, like a fight for that. 
I can't, you know, it's not like I just woke up. Well, in some ways I did wake up one day and like what's different, but I feel how there's like challenges that come that would like try my perspective, give me an opportunity to exercise or like work, you know, like think in the right ways in a new way. And then that is lined up with God and then his power comes in. You've, you've received one of J Mac's favorite scriptures that God is not a spirit of fear, but of power love and a sound mind and the proof of what you're saying is how you're living and that's what cheryl was saying yeah she's known you for so long i've known you for so long it what happened to j-mac at the end is that he loved god with all his heart all his mind all his soul and strength and you are coming to know that love that he had and you have fallen for him as he has loved you. And it's that love that inspires Laura to carry J-Mac's legacy forward. In part two next week, we'll update you on the bakery and we'll have some incredible news concerning two of the people closest to J-Mac in Lima. As always, you can follow along with J-Mac and Laura's story at jmacsdreamteam.com or on their social media channels.